the Dalai Lama says sleep is the best meditation. And Mesut Barazani says your future depends on your dreams, so go to sleep. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mindset Goal. Sleep, eh? Some people, you know, get too much. Some people get too little. Some people get the right amount. Um, First of all, there's not even a right amount for sleep. They recommend getting at least seven hours of sleep. They say the average and the ideal is eight hours of sleep. But everybody's different. Every Maybe what, you know, one person finds good in eight hours another person finds good in 11 hours or another person finds good in six hours um in this podcast and in the blog post as well which the link is in the description i'm going to be referencing uh why we sleep by matthew walker quite a lot and he says he says it's very rare for a person to need less than seven hours of sleep it can happen like for you to live Um, or for you to sleep healthy in under seven hours. It can happen, but it's very rare. So this episode is for anyone who's having difficulty sleeping, uh, getting to bed, or you're just looking to improve your sleep quality as it's already good. So, you know, and this is what we talked about in last week's episode, not necessarily getting better at something just because you're bad at it, but getting better at something because you're already good and you want to improve. So if you haven't checked that out, link is in the description. It is, I had a lot of fun making that episode last week. So check that out. Again, link in the description. And I want to talk here briefly about the four pillars, right? Uh, so, and this is something that I really want to focus on in this podcast, the four pillars that help you become a more complete person. So you have your mental pillar, your physical pillar, your spiritual pillar, and then your social emotional pillar. And all four of those pillars, for you to become more complete, you have to raise all four of them simultaneously. You can't just afford to raise your physical pillar, but then your spiritual and your mental pillar get uh, you're left behind. And with sleep, I want to say that the thing that most affects people's sleep is the social pillar, right? If you're out or if, if you want to finish that last episode of Friends, uh, if you want, you know, if you're watching a new, a new series, I, I haven't had Netflix for a while, so I don't actually know what's out there at the moment. Um, But a a friend of mine recommended me a show on Netflix that I need to watch. To be fair, you ever see no friend ever says, you know what, this show you might you might like it. Every friend that recommends you something is they say it's going to be life changing. Anyway, I digress. So, anyways, with the social side of it, you you also have maybe you're out and about and you promise yourself you're going to get home early so you could go to bed early, and because you have a long day tomorrow. But you end up, you know, staying a little bit extra and you say to yourself, oh, you know, I'll just sleep less. I'll be fine. So a lot of our decisions socially are made at the expense of our sleep, uh, which isn't, you know, necessarily a good thing. Uh, Sometimes they need, you know, you need to you need to do it. But I think a lot of the times we do need to prioritize our sleep more. Uh, It's very important. Why is it very important? So you can, you know, again, 
Go Read Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Very insightful, scientific-based book on why we sleep, the importance of sleeping. But it's very important to sleep for your other three pillars because it affects them directly. So mentally, for example, you're, you're, when you don't get good quality sleep, you're just more exhausted. And interesting thing um, from the book and the way we sleep is that so you you have so you sleep in about ninety to one hundred and twenty minute cycles, and at the at the start of those cycles you don't get too much REM sleep, and the REM sleep, which is you know the what your brain really needs, comes later on in the night. So when you cut your sleep short, or when you're not sleeping enough, you're not getting enough good quality REM sleep, uh, which is the difference. Uh, very interesting. The book is is very insightful learn a lot of new things there. And secondly, it affects your physical pillar. So just like mentally, you're not, you know, fit and ready to go for the day. Physically, it's the same thing. I don't know, like, you know, maybe you, uh, you wake up to work out in the morning as well. When you don't get good quality sleep, it's just, it's so much harder to do. When you're well rested and you wake up for that, like, you know, like when I'm well rested and I'm, and I'm going to the gym in the morning and I got good quality sleep, I got a good good night's rest. I'm ready to go. Like I'm pumped up. Get my coffee going, and it's it. Um, yeah. And then finally, it also affects your spiritual pillar because usually sleep, you know, happens with a pre and post sleep routine. So you know, which brings which you if you have a routine like that. So like maybe now with the with the iPhone, something I I love is the the bedtime. So you don't receive any notifications after a certain time. And then you have your wind down apps as well, which is awesome. Really, 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 really enjoyed that. Um, so Apple doing its thing, doing its thing right now. All right, perfect. Let's get to it. Um, I want to share with you 12 tips on getting a healthy sleep. Again, I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm just quoting. It's all in the book. It's in the appendix even. So it's right at the end of the book, these 12 tips. And then if you want it to be elaborated, you can go read the book and um, you know learn more about sleep generally. But here we go. Let's do it. Number one, stick to a sleep schedule. Again, Apple doing its thing. If you have an iPhone, just just turn on your bedtime, and then your literally your phone will prompt you you know, when to go sleep and then obviously when you want to wake up, depending on how long you want to be asleep for. It's great. It's helped me out a lot. And, you know, it's great. Go Apple. And if you don't have Apple, invest in Apple. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I'm being a bit biased towards Apple here, but if you don't have Apple, I don't know if Samsung do the same thing, to be honest. But what you can do is just get a piece of paper and write down some of the things you want to, you know, prepare before the next day nothing too big you don't want to like give yourself this routine where you you know where you've like there's so much to do and then it almost becomes a chore like b right before you go to bed and you get a bit stressed you kind of just want to do things that relax you before you go sleep because you're you, you know you're telling your body that you know it's time to unwind so you know just quickly chill out and you know, before you go bed, like really relaxing activities, nothing too strenuous. Number two, exercise is great, but not too late in the day. So when you sleep, your body temperature drops 
And if you work out, obviously your body temperature increases. So that's why we kind of, we put our feet outside of the covers because we're trying to cool down our body temperature before we go sleep. Um, yeah. So number three, avoid caffeine and nicotine. Caffeine's effects can take as long as eight hours to wear off fully. So all that means is that, you know, if you're sleeping at 11, well, this is me, this is for me anyway. Uh, again, every, these, these rules are different for everyone. I can only kind of give you a guideline based off what's in the book. But for me, like if I, if I'm going to sleep at 11, then I don't have caffeine after three o'clock in the afternoon. Number four, avoid alcoholic drinks before bed. It's going to help you relax, but it's going to rob you of your REM sleep. So that's like um, one of those, you know, conspiracy theories that many people say, oh, I sleep so much better on when I'm, when I'm, you know, when I've had a drink, when I'm drunk Friday night. No, you, you, you may, you know, you may, but your REM sleep, you know, that, that good quality sleep that's going to help your body repair itself and your mind as well repair itself. You, you don't, you don't get. REM sleep. Number five, avoid large meals and beverages late at night. I think this one's self-explanatory. I hope it's self-explanatory. It's hard to sleep on a full stomach. Number six, if possible, avoid medicines that delay or disrupt your sleep. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot. There's a lot said about the you know medication and and sleep medication in the book so yeah but yeah do that avoid medicines that delay or disrupt your sleep i've never really been i'm not much of a medicine guy so i can't personally offer an opinion here but yeah avoid it and don't take naps after 3 p.m again when you take naps you 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 rest so if you're having a nap after 3 p.m you're going to be more well rested and what that does it resets your body clock so that when it is time for you to go to sleep you're not going to be tired because your body clock's going to be reset and that's another thing of like when you when you have a like for example they say sunday is the worst day of the week to sleep because usually on saturday you tend to sleep in on sunday so your body clock gets you know it gets confused because you're waking up later so then the time for you to go to sleep is also going to be later hence why you know people sleep bad on a sunday going into work on monday so on it's a it's a whole cycle number eight relax before bed that's what we spoke about earlier don't over schedule so much of your time that no time is left for unwinding your 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 like routine bedtime routine it's it's a very like you know it's just a time for you to unwind, basically. So if you like to, so but you want to do activities that don't stimulate the brain. So like watching TV isn't a good activity because there's blue light there and it makes you want to stay up more. Um, so maybe like reading a book or, you know, stretching, putting on your night clothes, things that, you know, get your mind ready and tell your mind that it's time to go to sleep. Number nine, take a hot bath before bed. Again, the drop in body temperature after getting out of the bath may help you feel sleepy. Number 10, dark bedroom, cool bedroom, gadget-free bedroom. No phones. Uh, personally, I when I sleep, I put my phone away from me. Uh, so it helps me with two things. One, I, I turn my phone off as well when I go to sleep. But so one, I don't have to worry about, you know, distractions. And then two, I have to get up when my alarm goes off 
to come, you know, turn the alarm off. So it forces me to get out of bed. Although the last two days, I must say, I've been waking up before the alarm. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I just got back from holiday, so I should be jet lagged, but I'm not. Well, I, you know, fingers crossed, touch wood, I didn't jinx myself, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, last two here. Number 11, have the right sunlight exposure. So daylight is key to regulating sleep patterns. So if you can, try to get outside for 30 minutes each day. So like I just said, I just got back from holiday and I'm stuck in my room for 10 days. I'm on day number three, day number four today, day number four. And I can't go outside, you know, that's so I can't go outside. I got to stay in my room so I can't afford to do this. But if you can, you know, go outside, get some fresh air. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great. I do miss it. Number 12 don't lie in bed awake. This is this is something I learned recently and it's really helped me as well. So don't lie in bed awake. If you find yourself awake after staying in bed for more than 20 minutes, get up and do a relaxing activity until you feel sleepy. So I'll turn the light on and I'll read a book. And then it's like magic. Like, you know, because again, when the anxiety of not being able to sleep can make it harder to fall asleep. So, you know, do a relaxing activity. So there you have it. Those are the 12 tips. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you, if you are a good sleeper, you still got something out of it. And if you're not, you know, I hope, hopefully this can really help you and help you get good quality sleep, which is oh so important in this very busy world we live in. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Again, it's been great chatting here in the morning. And, um, you know, if no one's told you today, you are beautiful, you are strong, and yes, my friend, you are sleepy. <laughs> Thank you. And just before I cue the quote, I want to encourage you to share this episode on social media. So share it on Instagram, um, tag me, George underline Vaz. And, you know, share it with your friends. And if a friend share this episode with you, message them back and say thank you. And thank you. Thomas Decker says, sleep is the golden chain that ties health and our bodies together. <laughs>